Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am passionate to tell you about today's show. We are talking about infidelity. Should I stay or should I go, as Clash would say? Um, we're going to, uh, you know, examine this topic a little further. Um, you know, at first glance, it, it, you know, you're so incensed, you're so outraged, and your first instinct is to just get the heck out of there. Don't give her a second chance. But is that the best option because sometimes there are so many people involved it's not just you it's not just her some you know the kids are involved and that's all going to be uh turned upside down grandparents involved you know usually custody issues are for the two spouses and how how the visitation works between the children but sometimes if you separate the grandparents have no rights so unless one parent, you know, always pulls the grandparents in, you know, it may be a situation where the grandparents are not seeing those kids anymore. Um, it could be that a work situation is in jeopardy. Let's say uh, she had an affair with somebody at work, which is very common. Um, you know what? She might be in jeopardy of losing her job because usually that doesn't work out too well to fish off the company pier. You know, the coworkers get jealous, HR gets bent out of shape. In fact, some HR companies say that you're not allowed to date a coworker. So a lot of secrecy that happens to continue that, and it's just all a big giant mess. So we'll get into infidelity. Should should you stay or should you go? Is it better for your psyche to just make a clean break because you don't trust her anymore and she might go through this again? Or is it better to stay because who knows? You know, like a, a, men, a mended wound, if you get a cut on your skin, the new skin that grows over that area is actually a lot stronger than the original skin. So sometimes if the marriage can withstand this trauma, the marriage actually gets better. You find out, well, why did she cheat? And then you can work on those issues that uh, created the wedge and actually make for a stronger relationship. So is that you? Or should you go? All right. Uh, I want you to call in on this topic. Our phone number is 951-922-3532. That number is 951-922-3532. If you happen to have missed last week's show, we were talking uh, about a related topic. Uh, do you take her back after she's cheated? So we were talking about that infidelity is the single most intense psychological pain that a man will experience when his wife has had an affair, men who've been cheated on go through humiliation, jealousy, rage, and pain. Are you afraid to admit your feelings and afraid of looking weak, and that's why you won't talk to the cheating uh, with anyone, whether that be a therapist or a family friend or maybe your spouse or someone whom you respect that you're close to. So let's see if we can weave in last week's topics to this topic, which is a related topic, and, you know, let's see how we can navigate these waters and carry on, shall we? All right. So um, apparently there are a lot of, uh, you know, as you can imagine, there's a lot of support groups that are involved relating uh, to this topic. Um, my my uh, listener, Raul, brought it up last week, and uh, he decided he wanted to stay in the marriage and, and work things out. So there's quite a few support groups on Facebook. So if you make the decision to stay, you can talk to others on, you know, maybe how did they successfully make that plan work, if, if that's what you want to do. I'm sure there are groups also, conversely, that if you want to leave, you know, I think it's best to not bottle up. I know guys, you know, love to bottle up because they have this fear that if they come forward and speak their truth, uh, they're going to be 
uh, belittled and made fun of and ridiculed and shamed. And, you know, guys don't like to go through all those emotions. And lastly, they certainly don't want to admit that they're, that they're somehow wrong even though they weren't the cheater, but maybe something that they did was wrong, and that's why she cheated. So if you join up with one of these groups, I would recommend getting in a group where you're kind of anonymous until further notice. In other words, maybe, uh, you know, have a, a... uh, a username or a pen name or what have you that's different than your real name that you can speak up anonymously without being judged. That might be a good place to start. And then if you are actually bonding with some of the people in the group, then you can take it further to, you know, meet for a beer or meet for coffee or whatever you're going to do to take it from there. So those would be uh, good steps to try. Okay. Um, we are joined uh, today by my guest, Christopher Mater. He was uh, on my show, I think, about a year or so ago. And he said, oh, Linda, please let me know when you're continuing this topic because I have a lot to say. I guess he's been through the trenches, and he's got a comment or two on this topic. So when we come back from the break, uh, we will... Have Christopher join us, and you're cur- if you've just tuned in, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Um, download my mobile app. You can get it on uh, Google Talk and also on the on iTunes. Um, and it's the the mobile app has all my social media on there. You can listen to the shows either live or on demand at your convenience. Heck, there's even one-touch dialing. You can call right into the station. So I'm looking for you to do that. If for some reason you haven't downloaded the app, we're also on TuneIn and SoundCloud. Okay, so we'll, we'll catch you right back after the break. We're talking today about infidelity. Should you stay or should you go? Catch you right back after the break. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases, and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. We proudly rejoin our programming with The Men's Advocate Show with your host, Linda Gross. On KMET, 1490 AM, Smart Talk. Darling, you got to let me know. Should I stay or should I go? If you say that you are mine, I'll be here till the end of time. So you got to let me know. Should I stay or should I go? That's the question of the day. Should I stay or should I go after you found out that your spouse has cheated on you? Let's welcome our guest today, Christopher Mater. He's a radio host. Uh, He's on the East Coast in Massachusetts, and he does conservative talk and awesome rock. The name of his program is called Meat and Potatoes. And uh, I will link that after the show on my Facebook fan page so you guys can check him out as well. Welcome, Christopher, to the show. The pleasure is all mine. Thank you so much for this invitation, Linda. 
Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about your situation. What uh, comments or stories would you like to tell about this topic? Well, I thought it was interesting that you started this. Um, and I, as I was listening to your opening monologue, how you kept referring to her, uh, the concentration being on the female cheating. Of course, we all know this happens uh, on both sides. I do happen to think, and I'll get into my story in a second, I do happen to think that when it comes to a woman cheating on her husband or boyfriend or whatever, I think are more psychological ramifications for the man. There is that humiliation, that sense of, am I not enough for her? What am I doing wrong? Uh, is this person better in the sack than I am? And uh, and for guys, nine times out of ten, I can tell you right now, that is ipso de facto the very first thought. That's because for a man, because we are, I'm sorry, we are simple creatures, that we do tend to think in that way. And that was, that was my situation with my first marriage. Uh, and I, I have had the unfortunate experience of catching my first wife uh, in the act. Ouch. Uh, so, yeah, uh, doubly ouch. And uh, things were already rocky. Uh, in our marriage anyway. Uh, and also we had the double problem of we had a six-week-old infant at the time. Wow. Yeah, things were really, really crazy there. Um, and, of course, this, there was the suggestion of counseling. There was the suggestion of let's work this through. Um my significant other had no interest in that, so I instantaneously had to put myself in the mindset of, uh, okay, this this isn't going to work. It's it's not going to work, and I'm wasting my time banging my head against the wall. Obviously, there must be something I've done wrong. There must be something I'm being inadequate about, and I think men out there are knowing what I'm talking about. Um and that there, that must be the only reason. Um, obviously, we split up. Obviously, we divorced. Uh, the custody case and yada, yada, that was a whole other ball of wax. And then uh, she ended up with this person. And they, of course, went on as time went on to, and, and this was a long time ago. This is well over 20 years ago. But, of course, they went on to have children of their own. And then they come to find out, uh, just about a year or so ago, I found out that her spouse, the one that she cheated on me with, was subsequently cheating on her. So, wow. <laughs> Karma's a, bit, uh, a B word, right? <laughs> word, right, exactly. I, I know, I'm on AM. I'm, I'm not on my internet radio show, so i got to be careful what I say here. Um, what a... One of the things that you had mentioned also was the ramifications of the family. And while it might seem exciting, you're having an affair, while it might seem, uh, you know, I've got to get out of this relationship, or and somehow maybe the affair started after that, that's all, that's really inconsequential. What is happening here is the... Is, is the ramifications that are going to come down upon the family and the children. There are far more uh, balls in play here than just you having an affair and you splitting up with your spouse. There are the children, the psychological effects on the children. And I remember when you were on my show, and one of the things I had said to you was that I told you the story about how my father had an affair and uh, just up and abandoned the family. I remember we were talking right. about that concept of, you know, I came to realize that my father didn't love me. I, if, you're probably, probably reminding yes. me of the we, we don't need to get into that. Uh, the point I want to make is is the psychological ramifications upon the children. For me, it was a huge psychological, I mean, it was a blow to the head. And so the, these things are very, very... 
it's a lot more than just you and having an affair or you and your spouse, whether it's the man or the woman. There are children involved. You had mentioned grandparents. There's an entire family structure that gets completely fractured because of this. And being the sibling of other brothers, um, I'm the last of six, and, uh, you know, they have, of course, have gone through that marriage, second marriage, uh, and a few of them have had situations where, um, I'm going to be fair, sometimes my brothers cheated and sometimes their wives. Uh, But what happened was not that that thing happened, as tragic as it was, it's the family just broke up. The, the grandchildren were now scattered. We didn't get to see them as much, whereas before everything was like, oh, the whole family reunion stuff, well, you know, the Christmas parties, the birthdays. Oh, we're having a summer cookout. Oh, we're going over to Bobby's house. We're going over to Joey's house. We're going over here. Everyone's going to be there. Now suddenly that's all gone, and it has a huge, it has a huge impact on the family. So when people think about having these affairs, it truly is a selfish, it's an act of selfishness. You're only thinking of yourself. You're only thinking of your own needs right there. And and unless you're in a situation where you say to yourself, well, I'm in love with this person, which I'm not really sure I totally believe. Um, I'm going to keep it clean, but I'm going to say something that I truly think it is because I've had it happen to me. I've had it happen to me when I was a child. I've watched my older brothers go through various marriages with the same types of problems. I'm sorry, but I happen to think it really is all about sex. It really is. They, there's just something not being done at the home, uh, I'm, again, I'm trying to keep it clean. There's just, you know, you ain't getting the freak on in the bedroom there, folks. You know, something's something's not happening. And so the other spouse is, is I'm sorry, they're, they're starting to wander. And I think it would, I think it would be wise if people got into relationships to actively talk about their sexuality. Um, to say, I'm into what this. What a concept, right? <laughs> I, I'm into this, I like that, and no, I don't like this, and no, I don't like that. And so then you can say, you can look at each other on those sec, maybe second or th- maybe not the first date, but you know, second, third, or as you're kind of, you know, it's like, all right, we need to have this conversation. You know, that way you can nip it in the bud. You've only been dating for a month or two or whatever, and it's like, you know what? Uh, you know, I like to swing from the chandeliers, and she likes it only on Tuesdays in the missionary position. All right, you know, I don't think we're going to be compatible in a relationship here. And you're better off nipping it in the bud. So, yeah, it's best to talk about these things really early on. Not the first date, but early on before things start happening. And nothing is worse than finding out that you're in a relationship and 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 I'm sorry, you're not compatible in the bedroom. And I hate to focus on the well. I hate to focus on the sex, but sex. Okay, the reason why a man and a woman, or even two men or two women or whatever, they get together, it's because that first physical attraction. There's a spark. There's an ignition somewhere inside of you. You look across the room. It's like, oh, check that out. Oh. It really is. I I hate to sound base, but think about it. We're still animals. We really still are. And we're looking for a mate, a counterpart, that A, is going to be compatible with us, that that trips our trigger and allows us to, yes, have children, carry on the next generation. Um, but it really is the very first reason why you... You, I want to go talk to that girl. Well, why? Well, because I think her brain is very interesting. No, you want to go talk to that girl because she's she's hot, and you want you want to talk to that guy. Why? Well, because I think he has a lot to say about what happened in last week's election. No, you want to go talk to that guy because he's a hunk. 
That's why you want to do it. So we need to get past this facade of, well, you know, there's more to me than, yeah, 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 I know there's more to you. But right now, I'm really interested in your big abs and your cute butt and, you know, your big bazoomas there. That's what I'm interested in. That's why I came over to talk to you. And we really, we really got to, we've really got to come clean on why we initially make interactions with other people. In a relationship or to a future relationship. I think with regard to you're saying that it's all about the sex, I think for men it certainly is. And, you know, I've worded, somebody else asked me earlier uh, yesterday, I think, you know, why am I framing this infidelity issue based on the male that the female is cheating? And I'm like, look, it's not an equal opportunity show. Go look at the name of my show. The name of the show is The Men's Advocate. So I'm I'm bringing forward uh, from a male's point of view what is going on. And on this topic, you know, it's the wife or the girlfriend who's cheating on the guy and what are the after effects to the guy because that's the type of show this that this is. It's not equal opportunity. There's a thousand and one shows, blogs, whatever you want to call it, for women. If they don't like that concept, they can go there. I don't care. So this show is from the male point of view. So from the male point of view, of course, yes, it's all about sex. And if you're worried that your wife cheated on you, yes, the first thing you're going to think about is, was I was I not doing it in the bedroom for her? Exactly. Um, but that being said, the sexes are different. So let me give you the female point of view. Women are not necessarily thinking about it's all about, about the sex. I think the number one reason why a woman cheats on you is because she's angry at you. She's pissed at you. She wants to get even with you. And she knows, you know, that's the money shot. She's really going to get her point across if she cheats on you and you find out about it. So oftentimes it's stemming from anger that she has with regard to something the guy is or isn't doing. It's a way of getting attention, getting your attention. I know it's horrible. I know it's gut-wrenching. But you know what? It gets the job done because maybe she couldn't get through to you otherwise. Exactly. Um, in uh, street lingo, and I won't use uh, the uh, <laughs> I won't use the colorful vernacular here, but what, okay. it's what we call the revenge F. Yes. That's what it's yes. called at you so i'm gonna go out and do it with your best friend or i'm gonna go to a bar and just pick somebody up or yeah. right in your own bed i'm right. gonna do it at a time where you like find us <laughs> you know i mean stuff like that it's, it's believe me it's not unplanned on her part some of these things <clears throat> i i i understand that yes it's not all about the sex and I, I completely concur with you about uh, the revenge issue. Uh, a question for you, though, is there, in some situations where it isn't a revenge type of situation, um, yes. is it, would it be because uh, a woman is looking for better security? Uh, are they are they looking for a bigger paycheck? Is there some other ethereal thing that they're going after uh, that the man at home is not providing? Absolutely. You know, men want a bigger, better deal with a woman who is more attractive, more beautiful, right? Has a better body shape. Women are also looking for a bigger, better deal in the security department. So, yes, somebody that is more financially secure or he's more confident than than the uh, than the husband or the boyfriend, absolutely. I mean, that's just our natural instinct is to, you know, trade up and get a better deal. So, yes, those are factors that come to play. I so just... if, she, if she's making more money than you or you just lost your job and you've been out of work for like six months – um, yeah, she's worried about how we're going to put food on the table for, you know, for herself and the kids if you're now out of work for six months. Yeah, so, you know. yes, it is a concern. Now, should she be talking to you about the unemployment? Of course she should. 
but unfortunately a lot of women do not talk straight they don't talk they 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 deem that a conversation and a, you know a, a worthy conversation they feel that it's a confrontation it is not it, you know couples should figure out how to talk to each other and if you really are that brain dead and you don't know how to talk to each other, you need counseling or you need outside help to help get you there. I mean, the first course of action should not, not be, well, you know, my husband's out of work for four to six months, so I'm going to just go cheat on him because I don't know what else to do. Um, it's a cowardly way out. But does this stuff happen to answer to your question? Of course it does. Yes. And it would it would seem that a spouse who uh, okay they're okay you're talking men and you're primarily concentrating on women so let me phrase it this way you're uh, a wife your husband's out of work or something's happened um, I don't know he's injured or whatever and so there's this, that time it would be prudent and would make better sense for that wife to bestow attention upon her husband and to maybe step up her game a little bit only because of this temporary situation. Uh, conversely, men, if the wife is in that same situation, it's up to you to step up your game. I mean, so I'm just trying to be fair here. But what I'm trying to say is that this – I think we're also trapped in this society today of instantaneous gratification where – a woman might look at her, oh, geez, she's been out of work for two months. What the heck's going on here? I mean, come on. It's like, it's like, oh, hey, Bob keeps calling me, inviting me over for a drink. Anyway, uh, so when are you going to get a job? Oh, there's the phone again. Oh, it's Bob. Oh, he wants me to come over again. And then finally it's like, hell with it. I'm going to go over and go see Bob. And then next thing you know, I, I, I think that's – you're looking for that instantaneous gratification that our society uh, just foisters upon us. 24-7 every day. I mean, hello, just walk down the street, you know, <laughs> you know, and look at advertisement and everything else. Open up a, a magazine or read it uh, or watch television. Everything is instantaneous right now. Let's go. Gratification. Get online. Order this right now. Boom, boom, boom. We can make you happy right now. And there's Bob calling on the phone and there's your husband sitting on the couch. You know, maybe maybe he is looking for a job, but maybe he's just sitting there depressed and it's like, OK, I'm going to go see Bob. <laughs> yes, I think I think we are brainwashed in this instantaneous society. You know, blame it on the cell phones. I mean, everything. You know, you're getting push notifications. How many times? You know, forget how many times a day. How many times a minute? How many times a second? Are you getting these notifications? Right. And if somebody is persistent enough, somebody who's other than her husband, um, you know what? It is going to catch her attention. Sure, it's going to win out the day. Uh, one of the co-founders of Facebook uh, just has – there's some publication somewhere where they talked about uh, – or he talked about how he didn't, didn't realize the psychological ramifications Facebook and social media would have on society. And, you know, if he could turn back time, he would have said, no, don't invent this thing because it really does have incredible um, – it has incredible uh, – it's created incredible problems psychologically for relationships, society. Uh, look at how uh, you, you post something with the best of intentions and you have – you have 50 people just tearing you apart on it instantaneously, whereas with things like Kick and Instagram and, yes, online pornography, you have this instantaneous gratification and you have all sorts of people chiming back in saying, oh, yeah, come meet me right here. What is it? Tinder. Tinder. That's it. Tinder. There was just a whole Family Guy uh, episode about it. They were making fun of it. It is. It's just this. It, the entire purpose of the entire app is to just meet up with people and have anonymous sex. That is the entire purpose of Tinder. And, that and whoever, whoever in, uh, invented the simplicity of it all, swipe left, swipe right. That's it. That's the only two decisions you have to make. Like it. how genius is that? Actually, it is. It's really... I mean, you didn't have to go through the 99 points of convergence and, you know, the e-harmony, and we're going to stretch out this questionnaire for three months before we finally send you somebody. I mean, heck with all that. Left or right, boom, you're done, you're in. 
boom, you're in. That's it. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. I, I think the instantaneousness of it and to a certain degree the anonymity of it <clears throat> gives us this false uh, sense of, uh, well, I'm free and clear. I'm just going to go do this and then that's it. You know, and then next thing you know, it's like, wow, that was fun. A week later, you're like swiping left or swiping right again on Tinder and you're doing it again. I'm sorry. It is. It's almost as well. It's the dopamines, all that stuff that goes on in your brain. It's the same thing. If you take a drug, I'm only going to do this once. But yeah, that was fun. And then a week later, it's like, hey, where can I get that stuff again? It's like, well, hey, where, where can we get that? It's the same thing. And, the, and it's and the anonymity feeds into it. And uh, it just it becomes a monster, and eventually you you have to feed that monster. Now you're in trouble. How are you going to hide this from your husband? How are you going to how are you going to explain where you've been, what's going on? Um, and and a lot of men, I'm sorry, men can tend to be dumb. It's like what she's off with her friends. It's like yeah, really, bud, she's off with her friends. Yeah, right. Okay, right. Okay, check check check, check the phone account. What do you mean, check the app? She's got a Tinder app on her phone. Well, why would she need that on her phone? So that's what that's. <laughs> yeah, men can be a little clueless sometimes in that regard. Back. All right, are you back? Did you yes, miss what I'm sorry. <laughs> I had to sneeze and I blew my head off there. Um, yeah, the anonymity and the instant gratification of it all certainly comes into play. You're right. It's it's the drugs. It's, you know, it's the dopamine in your system it for that for that millisecond in time it's flushing you with all these feel good hormones who wouldn't want that even if you were not even considering cheating and that's not even your character guess what <laughs> those hormones are pretty strong you can very easily get swayed it's it's like the old commercial um can you eat can you just eat one layer potato chip right no. you, you can't you, you're, you're you're addicted to this and you keep telling yourself, oh, I'm just going to go on for 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And meanwhile, four hours later, you're still on the app. That's it. Absolutely true. And, am I still there? <laughs> yes. Okay. So, I'm sorry. Um, well, I would suggest that if... <sighs> You know what the best answer to all of this is? And again, I'm, I'm going to point it right out because we are animals and we are base and we are talking about sex. If there's an issue like that going on in your relationship, then maybe you should join some sort of club, some sort of fetish club, some sort of alt alternative lifestyle club. Do it together. Get on pornography together. Do something together. Spice it up together. Change up the the deck chairs on the on the Titanic together. <laughs> Do it together. At least that way, there's rules. You're doing it together, and you understand where each of you stand on on it all. And at least you can go home at the end of the night together. And the children are tucked nicely in their bed, and you thank the babysitter. And and believe me, it'll probably end up restoring. A lot of those things missing in your relationship. I know for a lot of people that's going to sound crazy, but since we're talking crazy anyway, i.e. having affairs, sometimes crazy is the only option you have here. Absolutely. Or conversely, how about you not get married? If you really can't, you know, <laughs> leave your privates only to your spouse, what business do you have of getting married and bringing children into the scene and everything else? It's, you know, just go spread your seed everywhere. It brings me back. And that's okay, too. You know, and don't, you know, they need to, like, learn if you're going to be one of the, if you're going to be a player, wrap that thing up. Like, don't bring <laughs> new children into the world because of your craziness. That's true. Well, it brings me back to what I said uh, earlier uh, in this interview uh, about, you know, after a third or fourth date, have that conversation. I'm into this. I'm into that. You're not into this. You're into that. You know, let's see. Okay. Sexually, where where do we fall? Think about what people do in relationships. Well, I want a man who's financially secure. Well, I want a woman who's financially secure. Well, I want a man who does this. And I want a woman who does this. 
but we never talk about sex. Well, I want a woman who's going to be a freak in bed. Well, I want a man who's not going to be a freak in bed. Or who knows, maybe I do want a man who's going to be a freak in bed. Have that conversation so that you don't get a year into the relationships. Two years, oh, we're going to get married. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to get married. But, man, the bedroom sucks, man. It's just real. It's just so bad. It's, you know, but I'm going to marry her because I love her and that's what I should do, uh, you know. Or it could be the same thing for her. Wow, he's really bad in bed. Oh, my God. You know, it's like, oh, but I got to, you know. You're just, you're just going down a road of unhappiness. You're just going down a road of problems. And so you should. You should have right there when you talk to your potential date, it's like, well, what do you do for work? And, you know, you want to find out all these things. Is this going to be a good match for me? Have that conversation, that difficult conversation. Because if, if it isn't there, if it ain't there, it's 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 like a cancer. It's going to eat away at the rest of the relationship. It's like a foundation in a house. If the foundation of the house is kind of crumbly and crappy, and uh, yeah, the house may look great, but you know, eventually it's going to fall down. It's going to crack on this wall, and then it's going to cost you tens of thousands of dollars to fix it. And uh, whereas you should have just looked at the foundation in the first place and said, "Nope, ain't going to buy that house. Nope, ain't going to do it." Same thing in a relationship. Look at the foundation. If it ain't if it ain't there, save each other a lot of time and go your separate ways. And you have to recheck the foundation too. You were saying, you know, to check on the first few dates or so. But I think you have to recheck in. I don't know, maybe like once a year or whatever to see if you are sexually on the same page with each other. Things well, change. Well, if you're sexually on the same page with each other, you'd be sexually involved on a regular basis. So I think you're going to be pretty much in touch with each other. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Um, if you've just joined us, you're listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about infidelity should you stay or should you go and what all the ramifications of this decision are so join us when we come right back from the break we're going to talk about what happens if she's cheating because it's for sex so let's talk about that we'll catch you right back after the break You've had a long day. You just want to escape the world. And you know just the place to do it. Round up your mates and head over to Henson Brewing Company, Burbank's premier craft brewery. Quality, complexity, and always easy to drink. Follow our progress and support us on Facebook and Kickstarter. Coming summer 2017. Henson Brewing Company. Come as you are. Guys, you've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman but to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Now back to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM, where men can be men. Such a hard decision. Infidelity. Ugh. 
why do these people put you in this position where you have to make a choice, right? Should I stay or should I go? Thank you, Clash. Appreciate that. All right. Oh, your first instinct is to distance yourself from her, but then, you know, you're a bigger person than that. There's so many people involved. You know, there's the family picnics and Christmas and holidays and Thanksgiving and summer barbecues and everything else. So, you know, why is she being so selfish and self-centered? So we're going to talk about that in just a moment. We are, if you've just joined us, you're listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We have a few minutes left here. Call in on the show, 951-922-3532. Again, that number is 951-922-3532. If you like our show, <coughs> please show your love. You can do so by listening, calling, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, and start with my Amazon link. It's the holidays. We're not asking you to buy anything you wouldn't normally buy. There's no charge to you. Just start with my link first and then go shopping. You can find this link on my Facebook fan page and also on my website. Um, for Facebook, hit Shop Now. And on my website, hit the Amazon icon. And uh, it'll that link will automatically populate. And then you can go shopping from there. And we get a few pennies on the dollar uh, from your purchase. Um, you can also download my app and, of course, buy my book on Amazon. By the way, I'm offering a free sale right now for coaching services. You can use my services to talk about infidelity, which is today's topic, or any and all dating questions. Maybe you're insecure about dating or you're not successful and you're sick and tired of doing the same wrong thing. Let's get you on track. Or maybe you have a career issue or a job issue you want to talk about. All of these issues, I'm taking a limited amount of uh, people who contact me. You're going to get your first session, first one-hour session for free. You have until uh, next Wednesday, the 20th, to call me and book that appointment. Okay? It's free, one hour. So make it happen. All right, more information is on my Facebook fan page on how to do it and where to click, and we'll get you going right after that. Okay, let's get back to the show. You're joining my guest today. Uh, he's our radio radio host of the show Meat and Potatoes. His name is Christopher Mater. Welcome back, uh, Christopher. So let's talk about, you know, I said in general women are not going for the sex but sometimes, especially more often than not today, you know, those numbers are growing where, you know, the sex isn't doing, sex at home isn't doing it for her. And, yes, she is going after the sex elsewhere. Maybe he's got a bigger personality, <laughs> if you know what I mean, down there, and uh, he's getting the job done. So why does this happen? Um, I think women have a really hard time talking about sex in bed. And I would say, don't do it in bed. Do it over coffee or the next morning or maybe you're on a walk together or something like that. And that way, there's no pressure to perform and she can gather her thoughts and do a recap. You know, I didn't like it when you did this. It was annoying. Or I did like it when you did this, but then you stopped short, can you do it a few seconds longer with this with this area of what we were doing last night? Can you do it a little bit longer? And you can you can kind of get her from a fresher angle. I think a lot of people try to say, okay, show me, point to where it is, what am I supposed to do? And I think a lot of women are uncomfortable with that topic when you're talking about it in bed. I say take it out of the bed. Do it the next day. I think that's an absolutely fantastic point. And I'll tell you what could possibly result from that unstressful conversation. Like you said, have it over coffee, maybe at the breakfast table going for a walk. Uh, one of the positive upshots of a conversation like that, you might turn to each other and say, let's go home. <laughs> you know, and then, yeah. then, you know, how fun and, is that? Right. Go, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're discovering those things. That's what I was talking about in, in 
part of my conversation earlier. Do it together. Talk about it together. Get this all out together. And I know I'd mentioned some things about joining, you know, different alternative lifestyles. Trust me, folks, that stuff exists out there. And as much as some people might think those people are freaks or whatever, a lot of those people are in situations. And, yes, it does sound like I'm talking like I know because, yes, I know. Uh, and this is – I have absolutely no no problem talking openly about that because this is – it's not something that saved our marriage. It expanded our marriage. I'm talking about my second marriage. Uh, my wife and I are totally in love with each other with each other and yes we had that conversation when we were first dating so we knew instantaneously uh that we were a match for each other our personalities were the same and the foundation as you know what i'm talking about was the same uh, but what ends up happening when you have these conversations, uh, it really does, I think it spurs on those chemicals in your body, uh, which makes you fall in love with each other. Uh, there is a comfortableness with each other. Um, and you're able to communicate sexually with each other by saying, uh, no, no, stop doing that. No, do this instead. No, da, 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 da. You know, you're able to actually talk about them in bed. And I completely agree with what Linda said, whereas if some women are uncomfortable with that, fine, take it outside, do it, do it in a different type of conversation, a different type of setting. But if you're in a compatible relationship, then you're able to have those conversations right when you're in the middle of the football game there, folks, you know, <laughs> out there on the yard line, you know, you're able yeah. to have those and you feel comfortable doing that. Again, it brings me back to having that very first conversation. Now, to touch upon what you said about your the the female going for somebody else because they there might be a, a better package being delivered by UPS if you get my uh of you know yes. um i think that's a realism um getting back to what i said about the the internet um i think there's that you know there's plenty of guys showing their junk out there and so for a woman it's like hmm <laughs> come on come on i'm sorry folks men and women are the same when it comes to visual uh aspects of pornographic material um they react the same they're they you know they're like hey check that out Trust me. Trust me, folks. This is human nature. This is why there's 7 billion people on the planet. So, uh, so someone was attracted to someone in order to get to yield 7 billion, right? You know, another thing that works really well for women is men are very physically oriented. I mean, it's if you rub the member a certain way, a certain amount of times, boom, he's going to climax, no problem. 99.9% of the time, he's going to get his job done. Unfortunately, the woman's physique doesn't work that, that way. And one thing to try as a guy, if you haven't already, is men have sex physically. Women have sex between their ears. So if you can bring new input to juices flowing to get her thinking about doing it a different way or maybe watching that porn together or maybe reading an article and bringing it to her, hey, honey, this couple did such and such in, the, in this blog. What do you think about this? She needs to get stimulated mentally in order to be physically stimulated. So bringing in... New input to the table works really well for a woman. Because she doesn't know what she doesn't know because she's not physically oriented per se. So as a, as a dutiful guy there, bring her new, bring new tricks to the table, you know, like whether it's 50 shades of gray or whatever. Honey, what do you think about doing it this way or this element or here or there or whatever it is? Um, that new input will, uh, will further the conversation and hopefully it'll yield to better sex. Now, when I uh, spoke to my boys at that certain age where I had to tell them, and of course they pretty much already knew, but I wanted to give them a few pointers uh, on how to navigate the the intricacies of, of intimate relationships. One of the things that men need to understand is, and Linda's right, for men it's over once. That's it. It's over once and then you're all done. What a waste of time I've always thought that was. Whereas you have a woman here 
who can go over the edge, if you know what I'm saying, multiple times if you do it right. And yes, for men, sex is a visual thing. We like to look at our woman. We like to look at them. We like to look at ourselves doing the thing that we're doing to them. We do that. So think about it for a second here, guys. Why don't you no longer make it about you? Because here's the key. If you make it all about her, then you never want for sex ever again. You see where I'm going here? Absolutely. In fact, I have a a chapter in my book to this effect. My book is called Mastering Women. By the way, you can get it on Amazon, ebook, and paperback. And it's called Second C, which means to connect with her. So it's not necessarily, you know, why should you look at things from her point of view, but it's not necessarily a gender thing. I just think it's a good communication skill to have, period. Whether you're trying to win over that boss, whether you're trying to do a sales presentation, whether you're trying to ask a favor of somebody, or in this case, whether you're trying to have better sex with your woman. If you kind of can turn the tables and see it from her point of view, you're going to be more successful. That's how this works. You can't be so selfish. It takes two to tango and if she's happy, you're going to be happy, and you're both going to be happy. That's how this works. Thank you so much, uh, Linda, for having me on your show. Um, can I plug my show real quickly? Absolutely. Please go ahead. Uh, we go on air tonight on KTNTRadio.com, KTNTRadio.com, the Meat and Potato Show, Conservative Talk and Awesome Rock. That's 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern time here, so that will be 6 o'clock for you guys. All right. We'll we'll have to catch that, and um, we'll put that link on my Facebook fan page, on the Men's Advocate fan page, um, to let people, you know, click on it easily. All right. Thank you, Christopher, for being on our show today. Um, Join us each and every Wednesday right here on the Men's Advocate Show, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll catch you next week on the Men's Advocate Show.